Hello, everybody. It's Nora McInerney. This is an episode of our podcast that is available in its entirety over at TTFA Premium. TTFA Premium is our subscribers-only feed where we put bonus content, where we put ad-free episodes, where we put some full-length guest interviews. It is a way to financially support our show. And if that is something that you are interested in doing and able to do, it is a couple bucks a month and you can sign up at ttfa.org slash premium. That's ttfa.org slash premium. Thank you and enjoy. Hello again, my premiums. This is Nora McInerney. You're listening to TTFA Premium. This is where we give you ad-free episodes and bonus content for terrible thanks for asking. Last year, I asked you to send me your grudges, no matter how big or small, no matter how petty or serious, And you answered the call. (laughs) You answered the call. You left us so many heartbreaking and hilarious DMs and voicemails and emails. So many. We collected dozens and dozens of them and made them into the episode we called The Grudge Book, which was based on, you know, the time I left a notebook where I kept all of my earthly grudges on an airplane in the seat back pocket. So... Anyway, we got so many submissions from listeners that we couldn't even fit them all into that one episode or the premium grudge episode, and it just didn't feel right to leave all those leftover grudges floating in the ether. And after people heard the the first episode and then the premium episode, they kept sending them. And so here we are with the grudge book part three, baby. We all have these little resentments, these little grudges, and Sometimes we let them build up and then we carry them around in our hearts and our brains. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing bad about that, but it can get heavy. And I hope that by you sending these grudges in and by us sharing them, it can just lighten the load a little bit. And if you're just listening, I hope hearing this helps to process and release whatever you're carrying around. We've got so many grudges ready to share with you. So we're going to start out with the heavy hitters before we move on to some of the more lighthearted grudges. So let's go. Hi, TTFA. I'm not in my car, but I am in that little room in your master bathroom that has the toilet. So is that kind of like a sound booth too? I don't know. Anyway, I promise I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm just sitting in here. But you asked for recordings on who do you hold a grudge against And um, what do you hold a grudge against yourself for? And, you know, funny, I think those things go hand in hand. So my grudge, I I was actually talking to somebody about this earlier today. Um, My grudge is against my mother. Oh my gosh, she's an alcoholic. She has been for most of my adult life. And I am so, so angry and frustrated with her. And I have been feeling it more than usual the last few days because it's disrupted our whole family. It's affected not just my relationship with her, but my relationship with my dad and my sister and our whole family dynamic. And I was talking to somebody today and I can't say that I hate her, but she's my villain. She's the villain in my story. And the more her alcoholism gets worse, she becomes this bigger villain. And and she's this villain that gains power Every time she manipulates somebody in my family or says something that hurts my feelings or does something that's really over the top. And it's just such an awful place to be, but I can't, 
I almost can't humanize her. I can't find that grace to say she's a human being and she makes mistakes too because what's happened has just been so hurtful. So yeah, I hold a grudge and and I don't think she's going to get any better. I really don't. I have given up hope on that and that sort of makes me hold on to the grudge even tighter. It's just hard. And then the grudge I hold against myself is all tied to that, you know. And the older I get, the more that changes. You, you can change the grudge you hold against yourself. And in my 30s, I held a grudge against myself for something I did that hurt someone else. And I've come to realize that that situation wasn't entirely my fault. I certainly have responsibility to bear for it. But there were other people involved that caused the hurt and caused the pain. But you know, now that I'm 43, the grudge I hold against myself is just that I haven't been able to find a way to prevent my mother's problems from hurting my relationships with the rest of my family. And I don't think that I necessarily could do that, but if there was even one little thing I could have done different to have a better relationship with my dad or a better relationship with my sister in the midst of everything that we're all dealing with with my mom, I will probably wonder about that for the rest of my life and, and maybe even hold a grudge against myself for some of the things I've done that that weren't really nice and weren't good choices but were in reaction to the problems and the hurt and the pain that my mom's disease has caused. So, so yeah, those are my grudges. And it's frustrating because I don't think I'm ever going to be able to let go of them. And that's, that's hard. That's real hard. Thanks for listening. Oh, that is hard. That is really, really hard. I am not happy we listened to that, but you know, I'm, I am glad we heard that. I really, I'm glad I heard that and I will hold that for you. And also there's nothing wrong with recording things in the bathroom. (laughs) It's okay. That's fine. The bathroom's a great place. Actually, it's not, it tends to be pretty echoey. I can't record in a bathroom. You can record in a bathroom. Sometimes that is the only place to find a little bit of peace. My grudge is against my parents and my two older sisters because they knew exactly what my sister wanted for her funeral as her last wish and they still couldn't respect her enough to give that to her. I always think about what the nurse said while we were in the hospital and after the argument happened is that when it comes to sick people, people become very selfish. And that's very true because the whole time that this was going on, my parents just thought about what they wanted. They never once considered what she wanted. So my grudge goes back to four years ago when I gave birth to my twin children. Um, I have a boy and a girl. And... My grudge is against my husband, and I'm working really hard to get over it, but long story short, had the babies and was way out of my league, had never had a child before, and had never even changed a diaper. So I live in a city area, and I have no help here. So I was very much alone. My husband went back to work after three weeks of his leave, and 
could have stayed home longer and chose to go back to work. So that's where the grudge begins. I was so overwhelmed that I said, you know, we got to move. We have to move to be closer to my family. I need help. And my husband just, you know, couldn't do it, wouldn't do it. And I just remember we argued a lot and um, it caused a lot of problems. And I almost divorced him over this because it was just such a terrible time. And now that I'm feeling better, we're still living in the same place, but I'm feeling better. We've done therapy and he's explained that, you know, he was so overwhelmed too and didn't want to create more change and was very nervous about that. And so that is why... I can empathize and understand where he was coming from. However, I still struggle with the grudge sometimes. Sometimes that little bit of resentment comes up because now I'm doing really well, but I was really not doing well. My mental health had taken a nosedive back then, and I sometimes feel like I can't let go of that grudge when I think about how I went through all of that, but I'm working on it. But the grudge is still there, and I wonder... Will it ever go away? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. First of all, twins. I had a breakdown after my second child, and I only had one of them. One is hard enough. Two, oh, that's a lot. It's a lot. And also, having one child is extremely chaotic and disorienting. I can only imagine what it takes out of a person to have two. And also, could our maternal, paternal family care system be any worse here in the U.S.? It's like you have a baby and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll let your husband have a couple weeks off. Okay. And that's like you would be considered lucky, which is so absolutely messed up because it is not as if after three weeks you are somehow an expert and wonderful and the babies are, you know, self-sufficient. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's a lot. That's me just hitting the validation button. I'm hitting the validation button on all of these, but boop, boop, just I need a little button that just says validate. Thanks for listening to this preview of TTFA Premium. If you like what you heard, if you want more, if you want to support our show financially and you're able to do so, you can head over to ttfa.org slash premium for access to all this and more. It's a couple of bucks a month. If you're able to do it, we appreciate it. If you can't, I still appreciate you, truly. So that's ttfa.org slash premium. See you there.